Today's Happy Healthy You podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash happy healthy you. Over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle or MP3 player. Hi everybody, welcome to Happy Healthy You, the podcast. I'm Connie Bowman. And I'm here with one of our favorite life coaches. She's a speaker. She's a leadership coach. Shoot, she's a personal brander. She's a contemplative thinker. She's charged by creativity. She shares knowledge and she loves in capital letters to empower people. Hi, Katie Carpola. That's her Twitter intro. If you go to her Twitter page, which what is your Twitter thing? It's image analyst. Hi, Katie. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Connie. Thanks for coming on again. Yeah, we've my had pleasure. Some, I love having conversations with you because not only are you, um, you're so educated and you have so many different credentials as a life coach and an executive coach and an image consultant, and you're just so good with helping people get through things in Thank life, you. but also you're kind of a spiritual um comrade of mine and I love having <laughs> deep spiritual and phil- philosophical conversations with you so it's, it's so great to have you back on the podcast thank you in the past we've talked about boundaries and ego and mindsets we've yes. done several podcasts and the last one we did was how losing can you can come out on the other side losing can make you a winner so yeah, that's, to winning, yes. that's that's a really great subject but today we're going to talk about walking through it Um, You say, in life, you just got to walk through it. What does that mean? I mean, I I know what it means to me. I've had some stuff happen. You know, when you get to a certain age, some pretty challenging things can happen to you in life, you know, whether it's a diagnosis of something or um, the death of a loved one or even even losing your job or moving or you know all the major stressors divorce right all those things come to mind for me but what are you talking about when you say you just have to walk through it well a friend of mine years ago said something that was life-changing he said Katie if you can't walk around it you just got to walk through it yeah oh so sometimes we can walk around it well most of the time we can't Because that's not what this podcast is about. It's, it's about walking through it. Okay. It's about walking through it. So what are you talking about? Basically, it comes down to fear. The things that hold us back are generally fear. Okay. So if we are walking in the woods, hiking through the woods on a beautiful day, and a tiger comes up and there's a fear. If- you run. You <laughs> run not, as fast as you can. You're not talking about that. No, we're not talking okay. about fight or flight. We're not talking about danger, but we are talking about... When things happen in life that we feel fear about, whether it's changing a career path, whether it's somebody asking someone out on a date, whether it's about opening yourself to love, Mm. whether it's following your passion in life, whenever there's changes, whenever there's shifts, when something becomes unfamiliar, Mm -hmm. there's fear. Um, Somebody could be called to be a great public speaker. But they may have to work through that fear of getting up and speaking. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a huge good. fear that for a is. lot of people. That is. So there's this point over here on the left, and way over here on the other side, there's happiness. And we have to walk, walk through something. And it's like a dark woods with lions and tigers and bears. So 
how do we walk through it with grace and peace and what how do you work with your clients give us some examples of how you have worked with people to walk through it because in my experience and i know both of us have had quite a bit of life experience when i start to walk through something and i'm looking at it and i'm facing it and i'm not trying to walk around it or avoid it the doors open and and right and things unfold much more peacefully and um usually a lot quicker than yeah, we yeah, yeah. we expect yeah. as well um an example is actually i'm going to give you the example of one of my mentors because he actually has inspired me with with some of the work that that i do he was telling me a story that he was working with a man who was afraid to ask a woman out, women out in general, Aww. that he had a fear of rejection. And so he coached him into a goal that he had to go out and ask out something like 50 women, something like that, 30 or 50, and with the intention of getting rejected each time. So he went and um, he, he worked on this goal, of course. During the process, he ended up meeting a woman that he ended up getting in a relationship with, and he discussed with her this goal. So she she gave uh, her blessing for him to go out and continue to get rejected until he hit the numbers. But they had agreed if a woman did accept his invitation, he would have to, you know, decline at that point. But just to get familiar and comfortable with being rejected, to get rid of that fear. How sweet is that, though, if a guy, if, if you start going out with guy, a guy and he says, well, I have this fear of rejection, wouldn't, wouldn't the mother in you just kind of want to <laughs> be sweet with him and say, oh, you poor baby, and just, you know, embrace him. And so maybe that became his, his, his line. <laughs> but it worked for him. So what you're saying is you're saying practice what scares you the most, essentially. Yeah, go out there and, uh, you know, you know, develop some skin, basically. Mm. You know, like, like guitar players have to develop calluses to hold a car- chord without their fingers hurting. Mm-hmm. And then eventually they can play where their fingers aren't hurting. And the same thing happens in life, like that it might initially feel painful or you might be, be afraid, but if you start to walk through it, People find out it's so much easier. It's like going to the gym. People say going to the gym, the hardest part is actually driving to the gym and walking in the gym. But once they're there, the rest is easy. Right, right. Yeah, I like to get up and just put on my gym clothes right away so I I have no excuses. Let's use the example of public speaking because I do think that's a huge fear in um, for a lot of people. Yes. I'm I'm kind of scared of that. Once I get up there and do it, it's fine because it feels a little familiar but let's use that as an an example and maybe talk about some steps because it doesn't happen overnight what would be some steps you could take specifically for that type of challenge well i actually had to challenge this one myself okay i had always wanted to be a musician mm-hmm. but i had stage fright so rather... and you have a beautiful voice oh. katie has a really pretty voice <laughs> I've thank heard her you sing, so. so rather than confronting that fear i ran from it I abandoned my passion because the fear was so intense. Well, years down the road, I started to get asked to speak with the work work that I do. And I realized that stage fright was coming up. It was the same oh, energy. Yeah. And I actually got really, really mad because I, I realized that this fear had held me back for decades. 
So at that point, I decided to take that anger. <laughs> yeah, channel it. Channel and, it. And, and, and channel it into shattering this fear. So I actually called a friend of mine who is a hypnotherapist. And I uh, told her what I was experiencing and going through. So I ended up getting a couple of sessions with her to really confront this and, and really walk through it. And interestingly enough, when I did this, I was actually on university at the time. Um, right after I went through the sessions with her, I ended up getting offered an opportunity to be a supplemental instructor at the university, which meant I would have to stand up and talk in, in front of students oh, and, and interact. Yeah. So it was almost like this door opened to support me to practice in a very safe place, mm -hmm. standing up and speaking in front of people and getting comfortable with it. And I got to the point where I started to really enjoy the art about it. And I started to feel this passion when I got up there and, and I spoke. And the blessing was is um, after I got done with the university, the doors continued to open and something that I was so afraid of at one point brings so much joy to me now. And I'm just so glad that I broke through that fear. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were going to say you went to a karaoke bar. <laughs> that would be fun. We should do that sometime. We should. We should. Yeah. Yeah. So walking through it, talking about some more serious subjects, when someone someone is going through the loss of a marriage or the loss of a loved one, you can't heal it until you feel it and you have to really walk through it, right? And there is a fear of, what is the fear there? It's really a fear of the pain, right? Well, it's, we don't want to feel pain. Yeah. So we, we resist it. And there's a couple things that can happen with pain. Mm -hmm. We can either fight it or we can get swallowed up by it. And really in that kind of situation, it's it's wanting to stay in the middle of it. It's to acknowledge it, to observe it, to let it flow. Surrender and let it flow without entertaining it to the point that it consumes you. But yet at the same time, not being denial mm -hmm. that it's there e either. It's, um, it's an emotion that needs to flow, that needs to release, that needs to be honored. And... There, there was, there's a speaker, there is a book writer that I absolutely love, Judith Orloff. And she just mm. wrote a book called The Ecstasy of Surrender. And I got to hear her speak recently. And she talked about this, this very thing that when you surrender to these processes that we go in life, that it makes it, doesn't take the pain away, but it actually makes it a little smoother. Rather than fighting something, it's feeling like almost like sandpaper is graining up against you, you know, when you're, yeah. when you're fighting something. But when you release into it and walk through it, it doesn't have the anguish, the additional anguish to so go on top of it. So what does that mean to surrender to, to something, you know, to surrender? Uh, I know I've gone through that myself. I can give you an example in my own personal life. I, when I lost my daughter... Um, I was just going through because I had another baby to take care of and another child and I was kind right. of going through the motions, living my life. And at one point I, it all just kind of exploded on me. And I said, I surrender, I can't do this on my own. And I realized I needed to, 
I needed to surrender. And, and I go back to my spiritual um, background where, right. where I knew that I had to surrender it to God. I had to say, I can't do this by myself. And so for me, that's what surrender means. But in like the psychological and coaching world, what does it mean? What does it mean to, to you guys? <laughs> well, to me, what it means is honoring where you're at. Mm. honoring where you're at, but staying in that place of being in the center of it mm-hmm. rather than being to one side of denial or the other side of being consumed by it and having it become your identity. Okay. You know, being more in the center of uh, what written, of course, this is related to grief mm-hmm. um, to, to go through it. And we've all experienced grief on, on, on some level. Um, recently, you know, I lost a family member and I had to experience grief and, um, I'm watching my mother. She's still in the grieving, the grieving process. And, um, you know, she, she allows those emotions to flow when they come out because mm-hmm. grief is not linear. Right. You can't, you can't time <laughs> it's, it. It's just not linear, but she knows that if she allows it to flow, it will, it'll eventually pass. She's going to have some moments that are not going to feel really nice. And then there's other moments where she's going to feel okay. And then something will trigger a memory and, and she's not going to feel real good in that moment, but you know, she'll allow it to, to flow through. And there's some supports. You talked about uh, using hypnotherapy as a support when you were trying to uncover some reasons behind your... Behind my fear. Yeah, your fear of speaking, public speaking. Um, When we're walking through something challenging like grief or divorce or uh, illness, what are some supports that we might use that wouldn't necessarily take us out to denial or... um, or out to the fringes where we can still walk through it, but, but have the support to keep us walking through, through the, the pain and the fear authentically. I would say, uh, seeking out support groups or, um, wherever your faith community is, your community with your friends, your family. If you need a healing professional, seek that out as well. So, because that's a process of healing that you're talking about. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I would say whatever support is necessary to, to get through that. Some people need more than others. You know, all the relationships are, are a little different, but reaching out, reaching out to get that support really is probably the key. And at least what I've seen in grief is it can be a very isolating experience. Well, you tend to deter- depend on some of the same people over and over. And I think you personally, I felt like they were getting tired of hearing my story. <laughs> and so I just stopped telling it, you know, and it's really important to keep talking and keep, keep crying if you need to and keep letting it flow. Like you said, the emotions flowing. So, so yeah, finding a group, a support group, that's a really good idea. Uh, a religious community. Yeah. Yeah. Reach out. Because you don't want to be isolated. And then no. one of the reasons I do these podcasts is because I feel like there's always somebody going through exactly what you're going through or has just come through to the other side right. what you're going through. So, so yeah, it's really important to realize that you're not alone. Right. And you touched on grief and all of us will experience that at mm-hmm. one point in our life or another, maybe several times. How about in parenting, teaching our children 
that they have to walk through it and teaching them a little tenacity and perseverance. And because um, I think our kids are, a lot of them are very privileged and nowadays and in this country, right. anyway, they do come out with a sense of entitlement and um, how do we raise our children to, to have that tenacity to walk through things that are, might be a little bit painful? Well, I think it's, it's committing to your values and connecting with your child and, and communicating with your child. Uh, one of the things that, that came to mind when you were talking about, about children and walking through is one of the things that I've done with my, my son is to feel comfortable telling the truth, mm. even when the truth could get him in trouble. Yeah. That's a biggie <laughs> for a kid. Yeah. It's a big one. And and I will say that he is really good about telling the truth. Um, and the lesson that I had to teach him as a parent is if you did something wrong and you tell the truth, the consequences are still going to be there, but they're not going to be as intense as if you lied about it and then Whoever found out later, there are always consequences to your actions, whether you see them right away or not. Karma, dude. Karma. <laughs> so when he would mess up and he would and and I would ask him about it and he would tell me about it, I would say to him, "Okay, you made a mistake. You knew it was you knew it was wrong. You are going to have a consequence for that. However, since you told me the truth, the consequence is not going to be as big as if you didn't tell me the truth." And mommy always knows the truth, right? <laughs> That's what I used to say to my kids. I could always see. What is the payoff of walking through the fire, walking through it? What is the payoff on the other end? It's liberation. It's liberation to be able to walk through fear and challenge those things that hold you back gives you the power to create your life the way you want. There's no excuses. So, well, I don't know if I could do this or, oh, maybe I'm not going to. If you challenge that, you walk through it, you're free. You're not being bound by something that, that's, that's invisible that may not be real. It may be a false mindset. It may not be true. Yeah. But if you challenge that, you have more choices and you can, you can live your life with passion. You don't have to be bound by, by something that will dictate your life and your choices. Wow. That sounds exciting. <laughs> I want that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to walk through, walk through it. We're going to challenge the fear. And if we want to work with you, how do we find more information about your business and your, you, you can go to you. <laughs> authenticdimensions.com and dimensions has an S on it. And if you go there, all my contact information is on my website. Okay. All right, Katie, let's go walk through some all right. Sounds good.